settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we have a third timer on the pod. We have Janet Namaste back for her third episode. We've talked about jealousy. We've talked about trauma. And now we are talking about the evolution of feminine energy. And I know that we, you know, I have a few episodes out where I discuss feminine energy and the understanding of you know, like what it really means to be a feminine woman. But honestly, this one digs a whole lot deeper because this really is about the progression of feminine energy. She dates all the way back to like the 40s or the 50s or the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever, all the way up until today. And what like the just really the, the balance between feminine energies and masculine energies and the polarity between them and what it all really means. And we talk a lot as well about letting go and trusting in the self and fulfilling yourself, your own needs and being patient and having divine timing and all things of that sort. So I think that this episode is going to be really powerful for all the girls who, you know, check in here. Even if you've heard my last few episodes where I have talked about feminine energy, this one is, this one is really good. If you are not familiar with Janet at all, to give you some background on her, Janet is a master healer for over 25 years. She knows her shit, okay? (laughs) That kind of just made me laugh a little bit. She's a psychic intuitive empowerment coach, a numerologist, and an angel and color healer. And she is and has the gift of the four clairs since birth. So she's a clairvoyant, claircognizant, clairaudient, clairsentient. It is amazing how skilled she is. And she is most known for her signature transformational and healing program called the Destiny Blueprint. You have probably heard me talk about this before if you are familiar with Janet because this is how I started working with her. Back in December of 2018 when I first had like my first conversation with her, she put me on to the Destiny Blueprint and that's when it really began. So probably we we probably did that in like January of 2019 and the destiny blueprint is proven to put people on their soul's destined path and it she just has the expertise of really helping people to discover what their soul's purpose actually is and what's so special about this is back in 28 uh sorry 2019 when she you know started me with the destiny blueprint she told me things that You know, I think about times when I've like gone to a psychic, I had my palm read or tarot cards, like things like that. And you kind of like think these are these things are going to happen overnight. And you're like, oh, that psychic was bullshit and this and that, whatever. But I'm seeing today in 2022 things that Janet and I spoke about back in 2018, 2019, when I did the Destiny Blueprint. So I am a prime example that this program really helps you discover your soul's destined path. And that's how she starts with her clients, with everybody, myself included, no special treatment for me. Everyone begins with that. And, you know, the work that she does is just, it's insane. But, you know, it's all about patience and trusting the process and divine timing, which we certainly get into in today's episode. Lots about divine timing. Janet is also a skilled hypnotherapist specializing in regression therapy, which is the most recent treatment that I did treatment that sounds a little interesting the most recent program I don't know maybe treatment I don't session let's go with session (laughs) regression therapy hypnotherapy is the most recent session that I did with Janet I went to our house a few weeks ago we did that and wow it 
was insane. And again, this is in four years of working with her. So the work never stops. This is not some overnight fix. You, you guys are literally listening to someone who is a client of hers for four years consistently doing the work. And the work that I did with her in the regression therapy was insane because it takes you back. It's literally regression. So it takes you back into like the past. And it really helps you to discover exact moments where trauma was formed in your life like exact moments that stick out to you even if you don't consciously think about it like if I'm not sitting here every day thinking this is where it all changed this is where it all happened it's not like that's that's not real life right most things are subconsciously lingering in the back of our head or in like the pit of our stomach or in our soul and doing that sort of regression therapy pulls it out of you and you're able to literally get like bring yourself back to that point like I think one of the things that I had came up with was back in like 2013 and it's 2022 I'm doing this session and I could literally picture the time, the place in 2013. I could see the outfits, I could smell the scents as if it was happening right now. It was like the most bizarre thing and anyone who starts working with her, I think that's one thing that I really, really recommend you do. After you do the Destiny Blueprint, you gotta do hypnotherapy, you gotta do the regression therapy because It's a little freaky, but it's good because you really like remove any blockages in your life. And from my personal experience of doing it, it's made such a big difference. And I would say that was by far like my favorite session that I had with her. Um, So yeah, at the end of the episode, Janet explains all the offerings that she has. She's currently offering her Soul Soul Star membership. That's really cool. That's a monthly thing. She also has the Vision Quest happening in January. She does that to start off every year. And you guys can use my code VIC10 for these things. You can always, you know, connect with Janet as well. If you have any questions, you could simply DM her. Her Instagram is Janet.namaste. But everything will be linked in the show notes. So I'll have my code VIC10. I'll have the link to her website. I'll have her Instagram. But like I said, she'll also connect everything at the end of the episode and another thing at the end of the episode I'm gonna put like kind of the bloopers I don't know if you'd consider them to be bloopers or what but Janet and I just have the funniest dialogue when we are just like genuinely connecting and of course I'm gonna start off this episode with with the interview with the conversation but before the interview actually happened we just have such funny conversation that I'm like people need to hear me and Janet like behind the scenes like when we're not in like professional work mode it's just so funny how we talk so stay tuned till the end if you want to laugh and hear just our funny (laughs) conversation and banter between each other but now let's get into the episode I'm so excited for you all to hear this one okay girls everybody please welcome back Janet Namaste for her third time this is her third guest appearance on for the girls we've had Janet on I believe the first one was about I actually I don't remember the exact order but we did have her on for jealousy we talked about jealousy being the root of all evil that's such a powerful episode it's definitely one of the most downloaded one of like the top things that I got feedback from with so many people relating. And the other one was about trauma. We talked about what trauma is, how to overcome it, the four different types of trauma. And that's another episode that is like very, very, very important. And so many people are directly affected by it. So Janet and I always bring, we really bring so much value when we are together. We have been working together for five years now. And she is just someone 
like she's just a force and you guys are going to want to hear from her in all three episodes. So Janet, welcome back to For the Girls. Thank you so much, Vic. It's always so good to be with you, to spend time with you, because um, ever since the moment that I met you and your family, it's nice to like, I always feel that it's like soul family. Mm. It's amazing that like you could just, I could just chit chat with you like a friend, Mm -hmm. but we get it. And it doesn't, it's not about competition. We have the same mindset when it comes down to sharing and uplifting the world. So whenever we connect like this, I just, it's, it's a beauty. We have these conversations all the time when you and I speak. So, you know, now sharing the wisdom for everyone, all of your viewers and listeners, it's a gift. So thank you. Thank you for having me back. Of course, you're so welcome and completely agree. Like, you know, you just sometimes you meet people and you realize like, this is family. Like this is, um, you know, it's beyond just you meet people and they're nice and whatever. Like there's like full trust. And like, we are able to just connect on such like a more spiritual level than most, like your average friendship or your average relationship. And together, I just feel like we, you know, we're always aligned. We were guys, you were just talking about like our eye trouble. (laughs) Like we literally are always freaking aligned. Like there's just always, we're always on the same page. And like she said, like we both share, like Janet and I are both um, different coaches and healers and mentors in our own regards in different ways. And we work together to help each other, not to be like, you know, oh, we can't like my client can't, whatever. Like it's all about connecting and knowing, uh, you know, like for example, I, I've worked with someone that we did all the work that I could possibly do with her. And then when I realized that there's still more, I, I connected her to Janet and I said, there's this girl needs more, but I'm not going to be able to get in that deeper way with her. I'm not the licensed therapist. I had didn't do 25 years of Reiki and all this, this hypno and whatever. (laughs) I'm like, I can't get inside. Like I need you to, you to go to Janet. And so, you know, she's another girl who's like now connected with Janet. And I just love being able to have you kind of like as like a partner, like, oh, you're not for me here. Go to Janet. You're better with Janet. You're not for Janet. Come to me. Like, let's just go back and forth. So I really love our, you know, like business partnership relationship that we have. Um, but this this episode came up in the first place because we just happened to be on the phone having a general conversation about like me and dating and like the polarity of masculine and feminine energy, um, the mindset of abundance and letting things flow. And we said, fuck it. Let's talk to people about this. Let's get off the phone. Let's talk to people about this. So we're going to get into all of that. I want to pass it to you first to see I know that you had some stuff that you wanted to really bring into this conversation about letting things flow and divine timing and all that. Um, what, what do you want to, you know, kick this off with? So there's a few things like first and foremost, it's interesting how this all came up while the transition from 2022 to 2023, right? Mm-hmm. We were speaking about this back in, um, now we're, we're actually recording it's December, but we spoke about this in November and everything that, you know, as a numerologist, I always, I read the signs, I listen to it. The numerology is like, it's, it's a beautiful sacred geometric code of deciphering of what the universe is trying to tell you. 
And 2022 happened to be, um, it's the year of the divine masculine and feminine. So it's interesting that you mentioned about that, of the balance of the duality of the masculine and feminine of dating. And, um, and when we actually spoke, it was the month of November. And November is a month in which we own in of the soulmate that is inside of us. Who is really the soulmate? You know, we're all seeking for that, that perfect someone, that perfect partner, that perfect job, that perfect when in reality, the perfect time is in the moment. And the balance of the divine masculine and feminine, it's a, we need both of those energies in order to um, go into the doors and step into the journey of what we signed here before we came here on this planet Earth. Because each and every single one of us, we have a destined plan. We have a destined journey. And it's not of to work hard and die or to the idea of, I'm going to get married. I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to have X amount of kids. I'm going to have, you know, of attaining certain things and goals. It's actually of being in the moment. I was watching, um, it's interesting. I was watching the other day. I don't know if it was on YouTube or something like that. Someone posted a video of this guy. He's about a hundred years old. Um, or it was his hundredth birthday, and they and he looks amazing. He looks like he's in his like sixties. He looks great and healthy and vibrant. And and they asked him the question like, "What is the secret of like mm -hmm. you know of this of how great you look, of your life, of you know?" And he was in good health. And he said, "The secret is not waiting for the perfect moment." The secret is of not saying I'm going to start living when this and this and this happens. The secret is of living in the now. And that's where the secret sauce is. That's where the golden nugget is. And that's the balance of the masculine, which is the doing, and the divine feminine, which is receiving that, those, those whispers. And that whisper can only be heard of it guides you, it's your spiritual GPS of where you're meant to be. You can only hear that when you press the pause button for a moment, not when you feel like you're doing, 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 doing. It's actually in the silence. And many of us fear the silence. So it was just kind of cool that there's no doubt we're always in synchronicity, you and I. And when we spoke, it was November, it was completely laid back, I was cooking. And it was, you know, the universe was telling us this is what needs to be shared with the world, that everyone is exactly where they need to be at this moment of time. It's just balancing the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine, mm. because we're going to be entering something brand new in 2023. And this is it's important that we really close out this year of knowing that we are perfect, imperfectly perfect. A hundred percent. And right. like you just said, that balance is the dance between the masculine and the feminine. And everyone has both. We have to balance both. We have to understand that there's no one without the other. Um, people get so uptight or offended about hearing the words masculine and feminine energies because they believe it belongs to like a gender or um, mm -hmm. they believe that it's like conforming to like the 1940s like 
No, the whole thing is like, first of all, the world is evolving and the world is progressing right before our eyes as we know it. So we know that there's growth. We know that there are changes. We know that there are differences in gender roles and things of that sort. That's not what the energy is. Every every gender, every male, female, whatever has masculine and feminine energy. Janet and me, we are super strong in both very very masculine women we do we act we create you know all these successful businesses and that's operating from our doing masculine energy but we also are very nurturing feminine women and that's our you know feminine energy and people need to understand like you can you you have to be both you can do both i actually put out a video today on tiktok because um now I don't know. Are you on TikTok at all? I only watch your videos um, because I that's I'm I I practice restriction, which actually we're <laughs> at that because otherwise it it doesn't it's allow a big me. black hole. It just yes, like, it's exactly. a vortex you get sucked into. I actually also feel like I'm I'm peering in someone's window. Like I <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Like, I almost feel like, oh my God, you know, like when you're walking the dog or something like that and some it's, it's a dark, you know, it's getting dark mm-hmm. and somebody has their lights on in their house and you just peer it, but you don't want to look. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I feel how TikTok is. So, <laughs> but so I, I, only watch, I watch you and someone else and that's uh, it. The, I, uh, and I stop. <laughs> but what did you post today? The layers have been put pulled back of like privacy in every way whatsoever. It's insane. Um, So what I posted today was it was a response video because so TikTok now is like all trending of like soft feminine, soft feminine, like everything is all about being the soft feminine and like we're done being like uh, masculine, like we're all about being soft feminine. And I made a video recently saying um, I, I very briefly addressed like, feminine feminine energy and femininity is not only about being soft and light like there's the wild the dark side like the outspoken side and I'm like there's a difference so today you know I've replied to I made a video replying to someone's comment because she said can you explain the difference and so I said listen there's the soft and light feminine energy energy that's all about peacemaking and receiving and listening and absorbing and just kind of being like like someone's peace in a way I said, but then there's the, also the dark and wild feminine energy, someone like me, where you're very passionate and you're very opinionated and you stand up for what you believe in and you have high standards and you stick to them and you have boundaries and you say no, and you, you know, you're not afraid. You're, you're so delusionally and immensely confident that you're not afraid to speak up and, you know, stand up and whatever. And like that softer feminine side isn't going, doesn't want to ruffle any feathers, doesn't want to step on any toes. She just wants to be in, in quiet and, you know, just, I just absorb. Whereas the other one is like, oh no, I, I give and I'm, I'm, you know, um, outspoken and whatever. And so if that's the, the, um, that dark feminine, that, that wild feminine, I said, is like the mama bear energy. And what people need to know and understand is that the mama bear who takes care of her cubs is the most wild and the most feminine of all because the mama bear will there nothing will stop a mama bear from protecting her cubs she will go above and beyond she will go out of her way there are there are the greatest lengths in the world that a mama bear will go to 
to take care of her cubs. And I said, but no one's sitting back and saying the mama bear is soft energy. The mama bear is, is wild and crazy. And I'm like, and that's still feminine. That's not masculine. That's still feminine. So anyway, I was just sharing like the differences between the two because TikTok is making this feminine energy like almost poisonous in a way that girls are like, I don't know how to be soft. I don't know how to be quiet. And they're like not being themselves anymore. They're not being their true self because they they are opinionated and they are strong and they're like afraid to be that. Um, but there's a difference because the masculine energy um, is all about the doing and, you know, it, it, protecting in a different way, not the nurturing. It's a different way of protecting. And yeah, anyway, so I was just saying that in my my video today. And I think it goes into the whole thing of like, you can't mess up what's for you. What's meant for you won't pass you by because nowadays girls are getting so obsessed with trying to be this feminine woman, that woman that they're not the soft light woman that they're not because they think, oh my God, if I'm too this, then men won't like me or I won't be able to get a boyfriend if I'm too much of that, you know? Well, while you're speaking, like, and I have to tell everybody this, like this isn't pre-rehearsed. We just have like a little chat. This is complete. Um, and as, as Victoria is speaking, the energy work, I just, just channeled in of what <laughs> my guides, my guides were telling me and how, um, as you're speaking, they said, why don't you tell the audience of, let's speak about the divine feminine and like in regards to historical times. Mm -hmm. So in the 1920s, right, it was, let's just like speak about the United States, at least just, I know that we have like you know, listeners from all over the world, but it was the roaring 20s, right? Because it was this conservative time, like the Victorian era in like the 1900s or, you know, like it's that, or um, the late the late 19th century or whatever it is, the women needed to be very feminine in the corsets, which you brought back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you are a reincarnated soul of like- <laughs> of when it was like the French Venetian time of, of the corset. And I was, I was there during that time. So, so that's like the divine feminine and a woman needs to behave a certain way. And you have to have well met, uh, very good manners. And there was also chivalry at that time as well. Um, but it was also the mindset of the hunter and the gatherer, right? Even like tribal times, like the men would go and hunt for food in, in, and the women would gather and they would be more with the, with the, with the babies and they would, whatever the men would come back, if they would come back and not get killed by a big bear, right? The big bear, maybe a big mm -hmm. mama bear, um, mm -hmm. then the women would make the food. So there was the hunters and the gatherers. And then the 1920s, let's like go back. It was like the roaring 20s. And they're like, you know what? I want to like really express my divine feminine. And they would have these speakeasies in New York City, like, you know, um, underground. And it would be very hidden for women. They had to go and hide and really suppress their sexuality, their sensuality, that they're not, they're conservative, like zipped up all the way to the top with the ruffles and a billion million corsets and so on and so forth, like that they had to like, you know, undergarments and they needed to like, they wanted to express themselves. And then in the 1930s and 40s, when the, when the war happened overseas, the women then had to step into their divine masculine. Why? Because it was during World War, you know, two, right in the 1940s. And, and you know, well, 
yeah, World War Three, World War One, and World War Two, like in the nineties. And the women had to step up. The American women, uh, while their men were overseas, they needed to be the husband and the wife. They needed to be the mother and the father. They needed to. They were praying to like whatever it is, like religion, um, family unity. It was very important to belong to some sort of community to make them feel that they were okay, right? That they were they were they were supported. They even had to go to work because their men were overseas. So they would go and work at factories and they would start or at new, you know, that's when the, the, I don't know why this is coming up. This is wild. And I'm not a history buff, but they, they would work at different um, sewing and um, they would sew, they would make uniforms. They would work at when the printing press was, was invented. And then the men came back from war. And then now it's the 1950s. And that's like, wow, let's, let's, that's the poodle skirts. Like, remember like grease lightning type of thing. And this is where like, you know, all right, let's, let's forget that war just happened and let's try to be cool, you know, and this is still, this is the way a woman still behaves and they, you know, um, and this is the, the man, but the man could go and they could hang out with their buddies and they could smoke cigarettes and drink, but a woman cannot. And then we have the 1960s where the women were like, fuck this you know, let's burn our bras. Let's, you know, and it was all about like, and these, this is by numerologically also a number six is now the balance of the divine feminine Mm -hmm. and masculine 2022 is also a number six, Mm. right? So the 1960s is a whole era of the balance of the divine feminine and, and, and masculine. Wow. Everything like there's so, a- so six, like the sixties, that right there is the yes. balance. The year that we're currently in that we're about yes. to wrap up is a six year. Exactly. And all that means like, it's all just a reoccurring thing of the balance and the dance between the feminine and the masculine. Exactly. So watch this. I'm going to blow your mind right now. Now we're going into, so now let's go to the 1970s and the 1970s. What was that? It was like, you know, all right, let's become more conservative. Let's have orange kitchens and green, whatever countertops and blah, blah, blah. Let's get really conservative. It wasn't like, you know, let's, let's try to like pull in the reins a little bit, but number seven, that's 2023. That's going to be a seven universal year is softer. I'll explain mm-hmm. a little bit softer. Let's go in and let's listen. Number, the number seven is all about listening to the divine spirit. It's about connecting to God again, to softening, but not to the point of repressing who you are Mm -hmm. in order to think that you're going to be accepted or rejected. It's actually softening up. So you listen to the sound of your soul. So you align with your destiny Mm -hmm. because the 1980s was the year of innovation, computers, Atari, uh, Genesis, Sega, whatever. You have no clue what the hell that is, right? Coleco, <laughs> you have no clue. Okay, I can say Super Mario Brothers. You know? I know Atari. Okay, you know Atari. Okay, good, you know. But mm-hmm. the night, so think about that. So 2023 is is was is going to be an energy, which I'm going to speak about um, in another, in another, like in the, in other workshops and things like that. But that's, that's about, it's about softening up and listening. It's the, it's the mystic. Mm-hmm. And people think they're, that's what's happening with that divine softy. No one is, or the, or the divine feminine softy. 
no one will reject you or push you to the side if you have if you have to behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's us listening to the current of what the energy is bringing to us right now, but it doesn't mean that we have to change who we are. It just is about pausing and being true to ourselves. Listen to the call. Mm-hmm. And that's really like, because the 1980s was innovative. 2024 is going to be a number eight year, very strong. There's going very to be masculine, very, yes, it's, it's Saturn, you know, and then, then, you know, so that's like the, re- when you were speaking, they were showing me about that and how women evolved and think about even the millennials or generation X, generation Y, all these kind of things. Like, you know, when it was your, what are, what are you generation? What? No, I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. I'm a, what's, yeah. what am I? generation you're, you're the one right before me I don't know what that is I was like during the time of Nirvana and Pearl Jam and house music oh actually I was just gonna go I was just gonna google and sit yeah see what it is but then we'd have to tell the world the year that you were born I don't know if you want to do that I don't okay I was born 1997 <laughs> <laughs> I don't care well I don't know when we get on you always say I'm only 21 so I'm like well, I'm I don't <laughs> okay what year what year were you born I was born um it's totally cool um 1975 the last day of 1975 your generation x okay you're in the x I'm X, I'm XX. <laughs> and that wasn't me saying you, I, I don't want to tell you. I know you always say you're 21. So I'm like, are we, are we saying that? <laughs> I totally, you know what? This is all about the divine, the balance of the divine feminine and masculine. A lot of women, they fear aging, especially, but, but it's, it's, you have to embrace the aging. You have to embrace the, you know, because as we age, it's utilizing the wisdom that we have, mm-hmm. you know, every single wrinkle. Yes. Granted, there's Botox, there's this, there, but every single wrinkle, every has holds a memory to it. Mm. Wrinkles are not just from tears. Have you seen Cher? She looks fucking amazing. And she's like 80 years old. She's listen, or 70, okay. whatever she is. I don't know. She's my point is, is that she's not a young girl. She's an older woman and her, her whatever wrinkle, I mean, I'm sure she has work done, but she carries it her age so well. She aged like insane, like looks unreal. But you know what? She embraces. Mm. She. I'm not saying I'm not anti plastic surgery or anti this. I think people. It's a personal. It's a personal choice of whatever it is, and we have choices all the time. And it's just embracing the divine feminine and masculine that you yeah. are. Yeah. Divine and that divine beauty. share is a perfect, perfect, perfect definition of that. Like, yes. she, like she's so like, I am a rich man. Like I am all this, but she's like also like such a divine woman and feminine woman. And when, um, when I was launching Vixen, which mm-hmm. you and I have also said, I used my ma- masculine doing energy to create right. something feminine, my creative side, like there's no feminine without the masculine because my masculine energy allowed me to create that feminine product. And when I launched it, Vixen, and you know, the question is like, give me like a prime example of what a Vixen is. And I said, share, I said, share is the exact definition of what a Vixen would be like that wild, 
feminine who can just get shit done and is so radiantly confident. And that's exactly like channel share guys. When you're like thinking, am I not soft enough? Share is not soft. Share will offend, you know, you or whatever, because she's so confident and just so outspoken, but she's also such a feminine woman. And I love what you were just saying about how um, next year is going to be like the year about like this year is about the balance and then next year is going to be about like the softness and all that. And I think that softening, while it's not stepping into someone that you're not, it's really about embracing and accepting the like letting things energetically flow. I think it's going to be the energy of just mm-hmm. what's meant for me will find me divine timing next year. And that softness is going to be just about adapting the mindset what's meant for me will find me energy. I trust in the divine energy. I trust in divine timing because people don't realize a softness doesn't mean literally peace and quiet. It means a, like a softness in the heart. And it means like, I'm okay with maybe things not going according to plan, or I'm okay with not trying to control everything because I know that this is going to work in the, the divine timing and with divine reasoning. And that's actually another thing that I would love for you to speak on if you can about the control, because one of my clients, she had said to me, you know, I really try to tap into my feminine. I mainly operate from my masculine because I'm very controlling. She said, if I, if I feel like that, like, I feel like I can't get a grip on a situation. I want to control a situation. How do I step back into my feminine energy? Like, what would be a way that for someone who is like that, who says like, I want to be conscious. I want to be mindful of like, when to tap in and out so that they know for this year of balancing, like what would be the balance for that? Oh, incredible. So a couple of things, like first and foremost, it's because it was so go, go, push, push, like that, that masculine feminine type of energy of like, I don't need a man. I don't need a partner. I don't need, you know, somebody by my side. I could do it by myself. Us women, we got, you know, worn out a little bit. That's what I feel. And it's almost like of like what I what I speak to. Um, I have a conscious healers academy. And what I tell my students and um, the people that I mentor is you don't want to ever have like healers burnout is where you're pouring from an empty cup. You're giving, 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 giving. So it's imperative that for your, for your clients as well, is that she switches the program of being a warrior in her mind, not in her heart and have, it's like literally, and, and have a heart of a saint instead of the mind of a saint and just doing, 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 and closing up her heart, thinking it's for survival, because that type of behavior and i'm going to say it's a behavior it can be character it could be personality but the soul doesn't know anything about striving the soul only knows about unconditional love and loving Mm. appreciation and gratitude so when we have to strive for something it's not trusting that we are being taken care of it's not it's almost like it's it's a battle of the ego of i have to do something in order to be loved I need to act a certain way in order to be accepted. 
I shouldn't say too much or I'm not going to be accepted or maybe um, the, uh, somebody else will feel threatened. So the first step is actually practice, practicing the pause is um, really like unplugging because 2023 is going to be a year of unplugging. And I'm not saying from all devices, but at least like for a certain moment, like even if it's a day of like of detoxing of any type of media, of any type of noise and practicing the pause. And when you unplug, what is the pause? Meditation. And when you meditate, it's just taking some time to it's, it could be through breath work. It could be through Kundalini, which is, or any type of yoga. It could be just walking and without your phone, without, you know, people are like, I listen to your meditation while I listen to your podcast or your meditation while I'm walking. I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> you could do it when you're driving if you want. But if you, if you take two walks a day, then please just enjoy the walk. Mm -hmm. Don't speak on the phone. Enjoy the walk. Listen to the leaves, listen the birds to the birds and listen to the nature. Yeah. Listen to nature, you know, take in all the colors that in itself is listening because I know something funny. Mm. I cannot listen to like podcasts or music and walk. Like a lot of people walk with their headphones on. Yes. You know, like I, I, I live in a city where it's like foot traffic everywhere and people always have their headphones on. And if I try, cause sometimes I try to do it, I'll put in one, but I cannot walk and have two headphones in if I can't hear my surroundings I can't I'm, I'm like paralyzed like I cannot walk with like music blasting I don't get how people do that I can't if a podcast is playing while I'm on a walk I realize when I'm done that I have to rewind it and listen all over again because right. I'm like, I didn't even listen to what they said um ding 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 can I remind you of something <laughs> you're a number seven <laughs> Number sevens can't, they can't, yeah. you're not wired that way. You're not wired that way. You know, the mm -hmm. essence of numerology as a person that is a number seven, it's not that they're the hermit per se. They're, they're, they are, they're so deep. They're so insightful. They're so, they're humble. Yet they, they're, they're the extrovert introvert in a sense, because you're more introverted, like both you and I are as well. Like, it's so funny because we're so extroverted, but we are so yes. introverted. Like we're not shy. Like I'll go. No, we're not shy at all. We're outgoing. No, no, but we need our personal. So this year is a year where we go in. So we pause. It's important to listen and utilize meditation. You can even, if you need to practice Put on headphones, download free meditations, whatever. You could go on my site, on your site, whatever it is, wherever you find that you're connected to. The third step would be to journal is to, you know, journaling is really, you know, you start having this relationship with yourself. You start, you know, what is it that my soul desires? What is it that my soul wants? How, where am I being hard on myself? Why am I, why do I feel that I am controlling? Where in my life have I felt um, that someone pulled the rug underneath me? Where in my life was my trust distorted or where I was betrayed in a relationship? Because those that feel that they were, they have to control certain things, they either have, were wounded in a past by the divine feminine or divine masculine, somebody that they really trusted in their lives. It could be a mother or a father figure 
but it was almost like it were, they were taken advantage of, of their kindness and vulnerability that perhaps that shell had to be put on of survival. So your client that you're speaking about, she doesn't want to, she doesn't know how to be soft because she's been in survival mode for so long that she doesn't, she's afraid to be vulnerable because the last time she was vulnerable, perhaps someone took advantage of her kindness. But the most important thing of this ba balance of the masculine and feminine is knowing that no one can ever take your power away unless you give it to them. Because now whoever's listening to your podcast, and I'm sure it's not children, um, they're probably over 18, let's say, or yeah. over 16 years old. Um, they have somewhat control of their, if, you know, I hope, you know, of their mindset, of their bodies, of choices. We always have choices. So, and that's the duality, you know, do I, it's what you allow. So the most important thing for your friend, a, a good takeaway is when she feels that way is to notice it, that she's, and then to journal those things of what am I afraid of? Mm. What's the worst possible thing that can happen if I oblige, like, what if the, what is the, what is the best thing that could happen if I actually soften up? Because when people say that's just who I am, that's, that's bullshit. Mm. I that just, I just referred that episode. Cause we talked about this in the trauma episode. I just told another client because really? she was explaining, she was explaining the way she acted and she didn't like how she acted. And she said, but that's just how I am. And I said, hold on. I said, no, I said, you have to listen to my episode with Janet Namaste about trauma because right. it's not just how you are. It's how you have become as a result of trauma and hurt and and survival mode like you said you because of the survival mode that you went through in this situation it has mm -hmm. molded you to have to operate this way so Correct. now you've become that way so it's not like that's just how i am what it is is that's your shield and i'm like you have to listen to that episode and it's so true oh my god it's so true because when people say that's just who i am it's just a cover-up of mm -hmm them not wanting to appear vulnerable and they're not comfortable with their emotions. Mm -hmm. And most often than not, they project others with what they're feeling inside of like, why are you so soft? Why are you so like sensitive? Why are you so sensitive when in reality, that's really who they are, you know, and there's nothing wrong of being an HSP, highly sensitive person. Like it's, we, we live in a time and an age where it's like, we're so sensitive, like everything is energy and we're constantly bombarded by technology that's EMFs all the time. That's electric magnetic frequency. So we're susceptible to that. People are wearing those, the, the watches that, you know, I'm not going to plug any, whatever it is, but it's like, they're wearing the watches and they don't realize they're getting like, you know, literally EMFs raised like constantly and they're wondering why they have vertigo or they have panic attacks or whatever it is on one. So we rely on external things when in reality, when we unplug, and that's what 2023 is going to help us is unplug naturally. And not to be the point of being overly soft, you have to be overly authentic mm -hmm. because what's meant for you is there on the other side of the veil, 
but it'll only show up because it was always there. From the moment when you sign that destiny contract, it was there already. But that shield that you put up is so thick that you cannot see. You're literally swimming in a like disgusting pond. Like get out of that pond, like clean the pond, you know, clean it up. And when you clean up that clutter, then and only then, what's meant to be yours will always be. That's why people sometimes stay in relationships one day too long because they're like, oh my God, I, I, I just don't want to be alone. They fear sometimes being alone and they'll stay in an unhealthy relationship, not even, not even knowing that beauty and destiny and the love of their life is right on the other side of their veil. Yeah. So they fear of the unknown. But when you have a practice of the pause, the meditation, the journaling, that trust with the creator and knowing your, you know, that's what I teach in the destiny program. It's like of knowing what is what you're creating with fate. When you able to divert into your destiny, it may not always be easy per se, but it feels right because you're not betraying the voice of your soul. You're able to decide and to discern, is that the voice of my soul or am I just trying to convince myself? You have 99% certainty mm -hmm. instead of, you know, 99% uncertainty. So like you and I, where we um, are very similar in many ways, you know, but Mo, you know, we do different things, of course, we have different expertise, because God put us here in our own uniqueness to express in our own divine feminine and masculine. But we're very similar in that it's te like, you know, teach a man how to fish, but don't fish for the man. <laughs> you know, like, I'll, I'm going to give you the tools, but I'm not responsible whether or not you're going to use them. Mm -hmm. They're there. And, you know, that's extremely important is in order to really see and listen to the signs, you have to be comfortable with yourself because manifestation and your perfect love and your, and the perfect, whatever it is that you desire is there. Every, every pot has its lid, mm -hmm. you know, you're not gonna, you know, you're not, it's, it's there for you. So when we say, oh my God, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't like live with no regrets. And that's one of the things that holds us stagnant is the inability to forgive ourselves and that unforgiving of ourselves, not of others or placing blame of others, why we're not where we think we should have been. Mm -hmm. You know, I did this right. And I followed all the rules, but are you following it be like very strategically or are you following it? You're trying to like manipulate no. like reality, like your destiny. Like you can't manipulate your destiny. <laughs> no, you have to, you have to trust and you have to go and surrender to the flow. Mm -hmm. But in order to surrender to the flow, it's not just sitting there and doing nothing. It's, it's giving that time to surrender and to be in nature, do nothing. However, mm -hmm. that appears, but then you, you end up falling in love with yourself and, and knowing that when I say really falling in love with yourself, then you start trusting yourself mm -hmm. and then suddenly synchronicity happens. Yeah. So, oh my God, it's the aha moment. Mm -hmm. It's wow. I just said that. Wow. You have that. I have that too. No way. Those God will put certain the universe, the guides, angels, they'll put things in front of you. Their signs, street signs to remind you that you're in flow. Mm -hmm. But when even deja vu, 
Like, you know, like, wow, this, this feels, this feels like I've, I've dreamt about this before, but the dream is that soul contract. It's that soul contract angel. And that's what, what is meant to be yours will always be, but you have to have that strength to go through the, I guess the uncomfortable zone mm -hmm. and become by being yeah, get out of that. Yeah. By being comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Okay. And on that exact note about saying being comfortable with yourself, one thing that I was thinking when, when you were talking about, you know, the tangible ways to get out of this, um, you know, controlling way and getting more into your feminine and getting more into your softer side. Another thing just in general that I believe is going to be honestly fundamental for women in 2023 because mm -hmm. it's going to be, be the year of softness is going to be dating yourself and really? filling up your own cup and showing yourself love and honestly figuring out what your needs even are and fulfilling them because you know so many people don't know what their needs even are they don't know what their desires are which is why they stay in mediocre relationships that are unfulfilling because they their needs aren't being met but they don't even know what those needs are so figuring out what your needs are and even this doesn't have to mean i'm not saying date yourself break up with your boyfriend get out of a relationship you can be no. married you could be in a long-term relationship but you can also fill any voids yourself that you have in your life if there's anything in your life that you feel like is unfulfilled or where your needs aren't met 2023 is going to be the year of discovering that and fulfilling right. those voids. so being open to discovering the self being open to learning yourself and growing more and expanding your mind that's even like for me i start in january on january 10th i start my 10-week pottery class like i'm gonna learn pottery which is funny that it's starting in january because i discovered it you know last month but there's a reason why it wasn't starting in 2022 there's a reason why my pottery class is starting in 2023 because it's going to be the year of me tapping into my softer more creative side and right. doing things of that i've been saying in my podcast i need more time for hobbies and more time for just fun in my life and so then i that's when i discovered pottery and so i think this upcoming year is going to be all about reading more books and taking on more hobbies and getting into new crafts and getting creative and expanding your mind and allowing yourself to grow, discovering your needs, fulfilling your voids, literally date yourself the way you would date a partner. So many people are so quick to go above and beyond for a partner, but they don't do it for themselves. And I think this upcoming year is going to be the energy of I'm going to give myself unconditional love. I'm going to show myself exactly what I need to be, to feel loved, to feel fulfilled. And, and it'll honestly take you so much out of that controlling energy, because if you're someone who is unhappy, that might be why you're trying to control so much because you, you want to just put things into this puzzle and be like, okay, well, if this can go like that. But I think if we have more of our time fulfilled in like recreation or creativity or just self-love, whatever, we're going to be able to release that energy of wanting to control because it'll be like, 
I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. Well, I don't need to put a puzzle together. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And if it's not, it won't. I don't have to control it. I don't need to put my hands on everything. I got my hands in my own areas. And, you know, that sounded dirty. I got my hands in my own areas. That's not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But yeah, anyway, my point is, is like, it's going to be the year of just tapping so much into fulfilling ourselves that we won't feel the need to control other things because we ha- we have control over ourselves and we're good. We we control the what we can control and anything else just has to, you know, fall into place. So one thing that I've learned I'm happily married for we just celebrated um in July our 20 year wedding anniversary. We're married, yeah, married for um, 20 years together for almost like 25, 26 years um, together. Yeah. Um, And he's the love of my life. He's my best friend. He's my soulmate, my, and that's something else that we could actually speak about, about soulmates. And um, how do you know if someone is part of your, is is your soulmate? Um, But what I realized throughout, you know, and if, if are we relationship experts, you know, James and I, maybe <laughs> we've been through it all, like in terms of, but how, what, what makes somebody a relationship expert? It's being able to um, date yourself, really. Um, it's to know and, and to honor what, what true love really is, is allowing your partner to be who they are and loving them no matter what. It's loving unconditionally. It's that yin and that yang. It's it's that balance of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Because one thing that I realized in the beginning of our marriage, um, it's we have expectations of the idea of what we thought of a man supposed to be, or the or your partner. I don't want to see man because there I have I have you know women are married to women and men are married to men and so on and so forth. Totally. You know, yeah. So, um, so we have expectations of what we think that relationships supposed to be like, okay, this is what a divine masculine and divine feminine is supposed to, supposed to do. And the beginning of our marriage, because he's in the fashion field, you traveled a lot. I had two young kids and, um, it was, it was challenge. It was absolutely challenging. And I was young, I was in my twenties. Right. So these are, I realized afterwards and this is, it takes time. It's not overnight. The fact that you have this wisdom now while you're in your twenties is amazing. It's like your Saturn return that you're going through is that no one ever can fulfill your needs the way you can. And I'm not speaking mm-hmm. in a sexual way, in an intimate way. It's more of an emotional, spiritual way because you, when you are like, whatever you are, you attract. And God puts people together because that's compatibility, souls together. So you could learn from one another and respect each other for your differences and your similarities. And really to have this beautiful camaraderie. When people grow and evolve together, it's beautiful. Why do relationships break up? It's because of the false expectations that someone else is going to fill our needs and of the things, well, he, can, he just can't give me what I want. Or it's not what I, he, he really isn't what I'm looking for. How do you know? Maybe he's exactly what you're looking for, because maybe that's exactly what you need, because it's your desire, you know, of your ego, 
when in reality, people are, you know, like, I know that there are many people that have gone on a hundred, like, you know, stupid dates. And I don't want to say stupid, but they're, they're there for a reason. Each soul was there in your contract to teach you something about yourself, not to make you feel bad about yourself. On the contrary, maybe there's something about them that, you know, you didn't discover yet. So the point is, is that in my own experience, and I could speak from the eye, is that I realized that he could never fulfill exactly what I need. Only I can. And only he can fulfill what he needs. We're there to, you know, embellish, to inspire, to support each other whenever we need. Because it's not always about, you know, diamonds and roses. It's, it's struggles, it's tribulations, it's, it's helping people up when they're suffering. It's, whole, it's, be, it's, it's holding space for someone. Just that in itself is a very selfless act. And unconditional love in itself is a very selfless act. And at the same time, it's the most courageous act. And that, my dear, is what we attract. When you realize that, you have it all. You have love. Yes, so, so true. Um, and it's it's honestly, it's really a, one decision that we have to make to say, okay, I surrender. I'm, you know, releasing all of this tension because honestly, the tension thing is even a physical feeling. Like we don't realize it. I, I've been noticing lately that I spend my whole day um, with my jaw locked. Like I like keep my, my, you know, whatever, like my teeth are like grinding against each other. And then it hits me during the day and I'm like, okay. I like start rubbing my jaw. I'm like, release the jaw, release the clench. Um, and I've noticed that I do that. And I feel like that I only do that when I'm like stressed or when I'm worried about something or when I'm working super hard on something. But if I'm laying in bed, watching TV, reading a book, relaxing, I'm not, my jaw's not fucking clenched. Like I'm sitting there relaxed. (laughs) So usually this tension that we have is because of like something happening. And then we subconsciously are like all tense throughout and we just don't surrender. And then you have to like, physically literally like I say to my jaw I'm like okay I surrender like let go um and we have to be that way in life so I I love all of that so what do you have going on right now that everybody can connect with you on where can they find you share all your details beautiful um so they could find me on my website janetnamaste.com And also I, and they should sign up for the newsletter because I'm offering now on December 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. It's going to be a free manifestation class. It's a master class. Ooh, it's free, it's for me. It's free, baby. But (laughs) I I am accepting donations. It's not for me. The donations, all proceeds go to St. Jude. Um, every year on my birthday, um, I like to give back and we always, I mean, every month we get to a charity, but, um, every month, how do you accept your donations? If somebody like say that they can't make the class, but they still want to like donate to that. It's actually, it's actually when they go on to, um, when they go on to, it's like, it's Janet, it's JanetNamaste.com. Let them uh-huh. just sign up for the masterclass. I'll give you the link below. You could put it in the show notes. Perfect. There is a link that goes straight to um, PayPal for St. Jude's. 
So it's literally like, I'm just accepting it. I'm the liaison. That's the way we just do it. And so all, you know, that class is going to be all for St. Jude. So it's a very important organization in my life. And um, that is going to be on December 20th, which is a Tuesday, the day before solstice. So it is a very, it's an imperative day, um, a very powerful day for manifesting indeed. So we can then have a clean slate for 2023. And in 2023, January 15th, I have the vision quest, which we do. It's, I think that, I think it's the 10th annual vision quest. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And this is something where month by month, um, that it's 249, um, but early bird, um, early registration, it's 197. And um, people can sign up just We'll, we'll put it all in the show notes. Just go on my site, sign up for the newsletter. And then also the link, we'll, we'll share that. And your viewers, of course, will we'll put that special promo also that they receive an extra 10% off um, the early bird registration before the 31st. But the vision quest is something that um, in 2023, it's a, not only a numerological journey, but you own in and we, we learn how to really work with affirmations you know exactly how to manifest on the new moon, what to journal on the full moon of culmination. And we go through different meditation practice, like cutting cords and regression and progression. So it is once a year. And um, that's what how I will they be able to you get the 10% off that you were just saying? They're going to use the code of VIC10. Vic 10. Okay, perfect. VIC 10. VIC 10 will get you guys uh, 10% off of um, that. What's it called? Sorry. The vision quest. Vision quest. (laughs) Yeah, vision quest. Yeah. And if they and if they register before December 31st, they they get, you know, 10% off 197. If it's after December 31st, the price goes up to 249. Um, and they have access to that for the entire year. So they're in June and they're like, why is this happening to me? And they're like, oh, let me let me go back to June. And it yeah, and we have a lovely book and a journal and everything. And you have all those meditations that you can do throughout the year. Every time you listen, you're gonna hear something brand new. So it is definitely um not to be missed if that's the one workshop you do besides the free one that's where i see yeah it's so worth the investment into yourself as you guys know i've been working with janet for five years so i can totally vouch for it so i'm gonna link her social media i'll link her website in the bio i'll put uh the show notes i'll put the code VIC10, the whole thing so that you guys can get fully connected. Janet, thank you so much for another amazing conversation on For the Girls. Thank you. Namaste, my angel. I love you. Thank you, Vic. I'm grabbing all my notes. While we're doing that, I'll eat more seeds. Oh, eat more seeds. Wait, can I show you what they are? These sunflower seeds? They're pickle flavor. Oh, I would go nuts. Look at this bag. It's empty. I love that. It's Vlasic, Vlasic, uh, uh, dill pickle. I'm like, am I fucking pregnant? Is this the immaculate conception? I got my pickle. I just ate a pickle. And then I was like, oh, let me eat my sunflower seeds. So now I'm eating my pickle sunflower seeds. Pickle everything. 
I love pickles. I love salty things. Do you have your period? No, I'm just a savage. Yeah, you're a fucking savage. <laughs> All right, I, I'm ready. I had a big eye infection and I had some freaking... Stop. Um, I have a sty in my eye right now. I have something called chemosis. I it's like it, it came from a sty. I don't even have fucking styes. I had a sty. Me too. either. I never had a sty in my life. It's in my right eye. That's why I'm wearing glasses and I'm taking these eye drops. No, I noticed that last night I was I I so I uh, felt I felt during the day like pain around my eye. And yes. I was, that's so weird. I thought it was from my glasses. So then last night when I was starting to do my makeup and getting ready and I was putting my like thing up in the corner of my eye, I'm like, oh, there's a sty in my eye. Oh and, my. And I've never had a sty in my life. So I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? You see, that's crazy that both of us at the same time. Always. Why? That always happens to us with our backs, with whatever, like. And with our eyes. Do you remember the last time we were on, we did this and I said, I have to stop because there's something in my eye. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. All right. I'm refilling this and I'm putting this on and we're recording, girl. Oh, my fly is open. Thank God you weren't focusing on that. My fly was open on Thanksgiving. I realized what, like so late in the night. I'm like, wait, my whole entire toazole is out. Yeah. Gobble, gobble, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God is right. Okay, girls, that is all we have for this week. Next week will be the last episode of 2022. I cannot believe I'm already saying that we have only one episode left of For the Girls for 2022. And then we just go on a little mini break for Christmas and the new year. And then we'll be back at it in January. But... I will see you all next week for the final episode of the year. Bye, girls.